about this one. You don't? <laughs> we have a really cool episode. This is called Hot for Teacher. I, for the life of me, cannot figure out how any of the teachers, like we see it on the news every day uh-huh. where mm-hmm. teachers have sex with their students and then they go to prison. Right. I don't understand how anyone would be willing to take that risk when they see well, so many people preceding them on the path to prison. True. And they take but, the risk anyway. Oh, first of all, I'm not excusing this. This is my whole life. I've done almost 30 years in education. So let me clarify that right now. And there is yes. a hard, fast line. I totally agree. I don't understand a teacher, student teacher. I don't care if you were a savant and you graduated college at 18, right? I do not understand anyone over 18 wanting to have sex with a sixth grader, a seventh grader, a fourth grader. You know what I mean? That's that's crazy. I have the same questions. I think the line can be blurred Uh when you're dealing with a senior in high school Yes. Which means they could be 17 or 18. Right, right. And you have a, a student teacher who could be 21. Right. Or 22. So yes. that line to me, never cross I, that line because it's so wrong on so many levels. Right. Wait but, till they graduate from high school. Yeah. Get yeah, them in college. Wait. Yeah. Yeah. But, but yeah. that line then seems to me closer right. than an I totally agree. Yeah. This case. that is super I, wrong. Yeah. Yes, I totally agree. <laughs> yeah. And no. I kind of assumed you'd have some strong opinions about this yeah. case as I go through it. Yes. So I want to say one thing. I went back to school when all four of my kids were in elementary. So okay. by the time I graduated, I was in my 30s, right? My first yeah. teaching year and stuff. When I was in school, I had a friend of ours, a gentleman, a man, say to mm-hmm. me, or say to my husband at the time, don't you worry about her around all those college kids? And I said, okay, stop right there. Mm-hmm. I would have to teach them how to drive before I could even <laughs> teach them how to park and make out. That's how young they are to me. And they were definitely in their 20s, all right. of that. But come right. on, I'm they... married with four children. I don't right. need college kids seem college really kids. young yeah. to me now. Oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah. They're like puppies. I, they totally yeah. are. Like, no. when I was in college, I thought, I'm an adult. I have it uh-huh. all going so on. Uh-huh. I'm so mature. Yeah. And now, yeah. like, walking on any college campus, I look around, I'm like, holy crap. Yeah. They let these little kids go to little college? Kids? <laughs> like, Can they hold their pencil alone? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. So, yeah. yeah. I yeah. share your feelings on that. So I got this case from Jack. Okay. And he said he had this new case. It was headline news and this was a woman teacher which i think makes it even more interesting to me because yeah. i do think there's some instinctive stuff with men and younger women i so i'm not even going to go there but for yeah. <laughs> but for women to be with younger men i just have to say i i just flat out don't get it Are i they do not men get it or were they kids that's going to be the change here. Yes. Yeah. So my client's name was Teresa, and she was very cute. Mm-hmm. She was in jail. At the time, Jack was arguing to get her out of jail, to get Bell reduced so that she could get out of jail and get back to her life. She was 31 years old and really quite an attractive young woman. Not like turn your head gorgeous, but 
attractive. Okay. Certainly not desperate by any means. She shouldn't have been, anyway. She was married and had two teenage boys herself. One was 14, one was 11. Okay. And she was charged with five counts of sexual assault, rape, like first-degree felonies. Yeah. Uh, Sodomy on a child. And I say boys, because I do believe they are boys. In fact, I think a lot of times when young men are even 18, 19 years old, they seem like boys to me. Some of them can be mature and be men. Most of the time, I think they're boys. Boys kind of grow up. Emotionally, they're just way behind. Right. But still, 18 is different than 6th grade 12. Okay. Yeah. So, and she was a middle school student aide. Okay. And how old were the boys? 15 and 16. Oh, no. Oh, no, no, no. I'm with you. No, no, Number one, no, it's illegal. Number two, what the hell are you thinking? It's morally wrong. It is, like... It's emotionally wrong. And... Ethically. I don't even understand how fun that could be. I just don't get it. I really don't. Like you saying, hey, I'd have to teach them how to drive first, and and then... And this is literally... They're 15. Yeah. That, yeah, they, they can't drive in Utah. You can't. have to be sixteen to drive, right? And <laughs> and, and oh that's just that's just Ooh. driving. They don't know how to please a woman. They don't have the life experience. Like for me, I like I just don't get it. I really don't no. understand it. No. <laughs> so I interview with her, and I liked her. I mm-hmm. I was trying to understand what happened. How did you get to this place? And she said, I'm just going to be totally honest with you. Yeah, I was a student aide. For a time, I was assigned to be the school had lunchroom detention. And this one boy had gotten in trouble, was in detention. She'd been with them through the lunchroom time. I mean, how long is lunch for middle schoolers? Like 45 like minutes? minutes? No, 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 no. 45 nope. minutes would seem like forever. 30 minutes okay. if you're lucky. Yeah. Okay, Most have so- about a 30-minute lunch. Apparently, he had a lot of 30-minute detentions. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Because she got to know him a bit. And Mm -hmm. it started by her showing him partially nude photos of herself on her phone. Why? Why? Can I say one thing here? I'm not sure how it is outside of Utah. I've worked in a couple different districts in my experience. We had to sign a paper, every teacher, every aide, anybody that works in the school with students, right? First of all, you have to be fingerprinted, go through all of that legally. But you also have to sign a paper on any information or any technology you have. So one of the things, I'm an administrator, and and one of the things you flat out outline to your teachers and aides, like no Facebook, no Instagram, no Snap, nothing with your students. Now, after saying that, there are programs set up or you can have a school account that you can right. send out, hey, listen, we've got a test on Friday or okay, students right. can email back and forth, right. but it's all regulated inside of the district and right. each district. So yeah. students should not have contact with you on Facebook if I'm at Lake Powell in a bikini. They don't need to see right. that. First of all, it would burn their they eyes. Should not see that, all, yes. They should not see that, yes. That. So it's that. I agree with you. Yeah, I mm-hmm. totally so agree. We legally have all that because you can you can be released on the spot 
for that kind of interaction. And that so makes that sense. So that is a legal documentation. That makes sense okay. to me. Yes. Okay. So, so she was showing him these partially nude pictures of herself on her phone. Now, this is what she tells me in my first meeting with her. And, mm-hmm. and then she performed oral sex on him at during the detention. At the school. In detention. I'm thinking okay. this kid, no wonder why he liked detention and he kept coming well, back. <laughs> Gosh. He's going to throw that pencil in the ceiling anytime he can to get detention. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, hey. my gosh. So not just out, like, this is in the school building. Let's yes. add another, oh, Lordy Dorothy. So then the school year ended, and just like you're saying, that was a very valid point that they shouldn't have her phone number. Right. They had exchanged, and then he brought a friend into detention later and. And she was showing him pictures to, to both of these boys. And so, did and she have oral sex with both of them in the classroom? Only, only with the one. first boy. Yeah, boy number one. Yep. Then the school year ended. That was in the spring. The school year ended. It's summertime, and she continues this relationship with these boys. They keep talking by her cell phone, and they called her for a ride. Because because they couldn't even drive. Now, I don't even know what's sexy about this. I don't get it. Like, no, if you're with someone, no. they can't they can't even drive. No. And, and so no. you go meet them at a park? Like, no. I don't know. Like, no. <laughs> she, no. She meets That's them another- at a park. And at the park, she has oral sex with them. With both of them? With both of them. She actually was having... She told me that... While one was having intercourse with her, she was performing oral sex on the other boy. Like a mini orgy or something? Yes, in the back of her SUV. And I was (sighs) shocked, (laughs) stunned, to say the least. Okay, listen, first of all, I am not naive. I have seen more pictures on Snapchat of people's body parts and more drug cells and all that. You know, you could poke pins in your eyes. But, right. but this is just... Okay, keep going, Pamela. Okay, okay. Oh, my hell. Yeah, yeah. it's crazy. And so I'm so shocked. Uh, I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Aren't you married? And mm-hmm. she said, yeah. And I said, what, what is your marriage like? And she said, oh, like, what's your husband like? And she said, he is such a good guy. He is oh, no. so nice. He's oh. so good to me. I really was just working as a student aide just because I was bored at home. My kids were getting older. So, right. and but my husband, he makes really good money, which is how he could afford Jack. And her husband sure. was paying for her defense with Jack and me. He wants and to believe in her. He so wants to believe in her. And she said, like, he's a really good guy, but, you know, I guess I just was, like, bored with my life. He was gone a lot. He had to travel a lot for his work and so I don't know I just kind of got caught up in this so the boys when they get back to like they're they're bragging at school about how much fun detention was score hello (laughs) score gosh and they've got pictures this is a new locker room talk come on oh Oh, yeah so it wasn't very long after that they start bragging to their buddies about what's going on, what happened, and so she, <laughs> they come and arrest her. She gets thrown yeah. in jail, and that's when I meet her. 
where are the parents of these boys? And when were they aware of what was going on with their children or their sons? I'm not exactly sure when they became aware, okay. but the the parents were very upset by huh. this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. They yeah. they were not pleased with the tension no. No. and <laughs> and the no. extracurricular activities yeah. that the school was offering. No. They did not want their sons participating in that. Oh. So And I yeah, can't even were, imagine the horror upset. of the admin, the administrators. Oh, I mean, the whole district of like, what just happened? Because we're right. on the 10 o'clock news. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Lead story on the 10 o'clock news. Oh. This is huge. Yeah. So I get a call from her the next day after she'd given me this statement and was so honest in it. And she said, hey, uh, what are you going to tell Jack that I told you? And I said, well, everything... That, yeah, like, like that's my job. Yeah, I'm not basic, the attorney. Mm-hmm. Basically, I am his ears and yeah. his ability to pro- like gather this information. So everything you told me goes to him. And she said, "Hey, can you do me a favor and not tell him anything about like the car incident and like what happened in the back of my SUV and don't tell him anything about." what I did with the kids in school because I am really trying to hold my marriage together. And if my what? husband wait, finds wait, wait, this wait, out. Wait, 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 What does the husband think happened that he had to hire Jack if he doesn't know the details? Well, what her story was, her defense was this. So she initially told me the story I just told you, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then the next day... After she'd spent a night in jail and she had some time to think, then <laughs> then she changed her story and she asked me to please not tell that story. And I said, I really have Legally. to tell. Yeah. I have to tell Jack. Like, yeah, this is what I do. And she's she's like, please, like I can't have you telling him because I I'm trying to hold my marriage together. I can't have this come out like this. Like this can't happen. My husband will leave. And I said, well, you know, here's the thing. Jack cannot tell your husband what Legally. you mm-hmm. what you tell him and what and what you tell me that's all privileged. Okay. So uh, wait, on that on that thing, if her husband is paying for Jack, doesn't does matter. he have okay, he doesn't have any legal he does that doesn't you can't buy the privilege, right? Okay. The defendant you can pay owns for the it privilege. To defend someone. Okay, that's good to know. Okay. You can pay for someone's defense, but unless they say, like, and and even if they say, "Oh, it's okay, go ahead and talk in front of them," we're still very, very leery of that because, man, if they divorce and then he decides to testify against her and like, oh, you know, gotcha. yeah, it's okay. true. It's true that a spouse cannot be forced to testify against their spouse. Right. They can't be but forced. But if they divorce, they can't be forced. Right. But they can volunteer. Exactly. I can choose and, to, but you can't And if force they divorce, okay. which, hey, if you, my spouse is meeting some young kids in a parking lot oh, to have sex with them, oh, there's a pretty oh, good oh. chance I'm not going to stay married. So there were a lot of risks mm-hmm. that I saw. Yes. And, and I know Jack would see that. And so Jack would not just be like, oh, let me tell you what she did. That's not yeah. how it works. Good. And Good. for that reason, we are not using her real name in this case. Yes. But yeah. everything that I'm telling you becomes public. 
Like, I'm not sharing anything that doesn't come out. Because some people are thinking, why yeah, are you telling clarify. this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah, that's there is, yeah. There's nothing that I'm telling you that doesn't come out and she doesn't later acknowledge. Okay. Publicly. But okay. it took a hell of a long time to get her there. Wow. Here, here's what happened with that. I was preparing my report, and it's a, quite a lot of information that I go through with someone to get that first statement. So it's not like I just like can write a few paragraphs and send that yeah. off to the attorney. And I know Jack, and Jack wants to know the truth. He wants to know what's up. So yes. I'm preparing this report for him, and I get it to him. Like It takes me a day and a half to get that report all done, completed. Mm-hmm. And, but that's just the initial report. I mean, I'm going to want to interview the boys, anyone that they've talked to, the first people they talked to, That how did Mm -hmm. this first come out, their friends that they were showing the pictures to, do the friends have those pictures? I want all the evidence everywhere. Mm -hmm. And sadly, with digital technology, I mean, it's incredible. That's the good news. The bad news is once you put those images out there, they're gone. They're like anyone. You need to understand... It's like spreading feathers, but you can't go get them back. No. So, they are there forever somewhere. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so I had my work cut out for me trying to figure out where did those images go? Who sure. has them? Mm-hmm. Where did they come from? Right. Obviously. And what's their story? How did they get them? And all of that. So right. before I can even get to any of that, I'm just doing the initial report, the first interview with her to give that to Jack. And... <laughs> they fired Jack. What? Yeah. Like, wait a minute. What? I am totally convinced. Remember, she didn't want an attorney that knew the truth. Uh, because she'd now well, changed her story. So here's my thing. And you've worked with so many different clients. You And I don't care if it's Jack or whomever. But you right. hire an attorney to go to battle to fight for your life. And then you're like, eh, I don't think I'm going to tell them the truth on things. Like, where, right. where is that logic and how often does that happen? That they don't want to tell their attorney? The truth, yeah. Oh, it's actually very rare. Okay. That's why this case is so shocking. I know people think that defendants lie to their attorneys all the time. And I say it in the introduction of the whole podcast, mm-hmm. and I've said it many times. You can lie to your spouse, you can lie to your friends, but don't lie to your attorney. Don't lie to your defense. We are the one thing standing between you in prison uh-huh. and you in justice. I mean, and for us to be able to fight for justice, we have to know what we're really dealing with. So when she called to tell me this, and I was like, wait a minute, you're out of jail? How did you? So her husband had gotten her out of jail, and she called me, like, the next day okay. home. And she was saying, like, please don't tell don't tell the truth. And I said, wait, 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 wait a minute. What's going like? And and I could, she's like, I don't want my attorney to, and I said, you, please don't take this path. Like, please don't be thinking that you can make up some story. Don't like you, this is not, she had never been arrested before. She never had any, any kind of criminal record prior to this. And she's suddenly in this criminal world where she's the lead story in the news. This is a hot story, a hot case. Sure it is it's salacious and people want to hear every little piece of it. Mm-hmm. So the police are going to, and the DA's office, they're going to go after everything they can every on this. Every inch and, of it. Mm-hmm. And yes. And this young woman with 
not a lot of life experience right. is thinking she's going to be able to outsmart everyone. And I was like, please don't think that. No. Please do not think you can do this. Your life is Don't on go down this road. Line. Right. Right. I was like, we will figure out another way, but don't just change your story because there's always evidence okay. that's going mm-hmm. to reveal you. Right. And you can't just say, pretend like I never yeah, said that. Yeah, erase, erase. Pretend like I never mm-hmm. did that. Yeah. Especially with sex and DNA. Oh, man. So crazy stuff. I don't want to sound gruesome, but it's not like this happened and then and then the person that she had sex with died. So there's not an other side of the story that she thinks she can right. manage. Right. She's had sex with underaged kids, students that have Who parents. Who are excited to talk about this. And have, have They're parents. They're bragging about it. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Oh, so what a mess. It was a mess, so Jack gets fired, I'm out, and oh man, I was so fascinated to watch how this turned out, because, I mean, she was having none of it. She was not listening to my advice at all. Like, I don't care what you say, I am, like, I don't want anyone to know this. You're hired, of course, you work for Jack, and you've got that information. Were you able at any time to share that information with Jack since he was the leading attorney? Yes. Okay. I had not mm-hmm. even sent the report to Jack yet by the time she got out of jail and called me okay. and asked me not to send it. And I said, hey, I am so sorry. Right. And I really sincerely was sorry that I, like, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. but the spot that you're in, I can't change the facts. You can't change the facts. Right. Let's deal with the facts. Tell us the truth. Right. I'm not going to tell your husband what you told me. Right. Jack is not going to tell your husband. You right. have to let your defense know the truth. You have to. It yeah. will bite you in it's the butt. It's going to burn this you to really the ground. So, yeah. and it did. Okay. Ultimately. So, she fires us. And I do not know what she told her husband why he should fire this hotshot right. attorney that he had just paid a fortune to have. And go to someone else. And they went to another attorney. And that attorney happened to be a guy that we defended him in federal court on some charges that he had okay. faced for how he was practicing law. So to this day, I have no idea okay. if he knew the truth or so didn't know the truth. I do not know what she okay, told so, I so suspect my question is, she didn't tell because him. Because Jack my... was fired, then legally he can't call that new attorney and say, hey, do you want my file of information? Oh, no, no, no. He can. Oh. And he is supposed to. So He absolutely can and should. So when Jack was fired and he's got all this information sitting in the palm of his hand, he can turn yes. around to the new attorney and say, hey, I've been fired, but here you go. This is all the research we've done. You're partially right, partially okay. wrong. He not only can turn, he is supposed to okay. turn everything he has. Okay. Did it's he? not it's it's not supposed to be optional. I assume he did. Okay. I don't know. Okay. I didn't I didn't deliver it, but I don't usually do that. Okay. That, that's not yeah, my role. You're not the carrier. Because I'm yeah. I'm way too important for that, Shelly. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. That would be my job. So, I'm gonna be yeah, the no, carrier. No. I'm gonna be the carrier. I can do that. That's no, gonna be my part time <laughs> job when I retire. Give me that satchel. No, I, <laughs> I well, I know that okay. he never asked me to do it, but okay. he wouldn't he wouldn't ordinarily ask me. So sure. for that yeah. reason, I don't know. But I know what she wanted to tell her attorney, and I know what 
defense he used from then on. And her defense from that point on was, I didn't do this. In fact, these boys made some comment about me in while I had them in detention. I heard them speaking in Spanish, and they said something oh, about my breasts. No. And I was so offended, I took that complaint to the principal, and so they were put in detention again. And because of that, they were so angry, they made up this story. Okay. Now, after saying that, kids can make up stories. I'm yes, they can. I'm that out there. Sometimes yeah. when I'm investigating stuff that's going on, you know, you have to kind of put all the pieces together and hope you land in the middle sometimes. Okay. Yes. Okay. And so far, so far it's a, he said, he said, she said. Yes. Right? Okay. Because you've okay. got two he's against her. Because they were starting out kind of bragging about it. And I think every case is different. I talked sure. about another case a while back right. where the woman had had sex with the young boy. And I told you, I, I initially thought that he was like this, like bragging and all proud of it. Right. And when I met the kid and he was not heard him talk, that was not the case. He was, he thought he was in love with her. Yeah. And Aww. it was... Yeah, it was right. it was very very different. Yeah. In this case, I don't think that was the yes. situation. Yeah. They, they were bragging they to their buddies. I mean, sorry. They they yeah. they did. Yeah. Yeah. This wasn't love. This was like, hey, I just scored with her. Yeah. Right. Not and to so be crude, but yeah. They proceed with trial with this other lawyer, and they actually get through a whole trial, and she is convicted of five felonies. And it's time for sentencing, and the defense files a Hail Mary motion saying that it prejudiced the jury because they allowed the jury to see pictures that she had of herself on her phone that she was partially nude. Okay. That were actually taken after the charges were filed. And I totally agree with the judge on this. Okay, now wait. These were not the pictures. They were not the original pictures. They were not the original pictures. But the These boys were pictures. somehow got pictures. They filed charges. Then somehow the boys got different pictures. They Well, and I don't know that because I was not part of the case. Okay. Remember, I was only really on this case for a couple days. Yeah, about and, one minute. And, uh-huh. and she, yeah, about one minute. And truly, just barely getting started on the case, just right out of the chute. And she's uh-huh. like, wait, 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 I didn't mean to tell you the truth. Uh-huh. Back that up. No, 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 no. I don't, we can't back that up. So she fired us and went to someone else. Okay. And I don't know how much came out. And I've watched the trial. I followed things very closely. But I don't know exactly about the pictures. What I do know is that the prosecution was allowed to bring photos into the trial that she had from her phone that were taken after her arrest. So that couldn't have been the pictures. Okay, that makes sense. So it could not have been. Okay. Mm -hmm. But because the boys alleged that they had seen this and these pictures were similar, you can argue that there's an MO, that there's a modus operandi, that this is how she operated, that she would take, take nude photos of herself. Yeah, that's true. But when you talk about taking someone's liberty... That's not fair. You better. I really believe. You better that have is the not right fair. pictures at the right yes. date. Okay. That's yes. In, that's I really believe that's okay. not fair. So okay. she appealed it to the Utah Supreme Court and the Supreme Court threw it back to the court and said, hey, you need to redo this. So if she was convicted of five felonies, 
Was yes. one of them the pictures? So they just took that out and now no. she's convicted of four? No. Or does it affect no, no, the no. whole trial? They're saying that that tainted the jury, on in the their whole, opinion, okay. on the whole, because she was charged with sodomy, sex assault, rape of a child. None of the charges were about picture pornography. Okay. That they weren't about sharing pictures. That was just, the, I believe the prosecution was using that, like I say, to show, an, to, to establish an MO. Okay. To show okay. a pattern of behavior by her. Okay. And... I get it why they did it, but I don't think it's fair. And the the judge allowed it in trial, but like I said, they appealed it to the Utah Supreme Court. The Supreme Court said, no, 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 that's not fair. Threw it back. So they had a brand new trial. Okay. So this all started actually in 2009. Okay. The 2010, by the time okay. it went to trial. Yeah. Then it goes to appeals to the Supreme Court that gets thrown back down, then a new trial. So the second trial happened in October of 2013. Oh, wow. So she was fighting for her life for four years. And for four years was denying that she ever had sex with these boys, saying that this was all them retaliating against her. Wow. For turning them in about these comments. Okay. During these four years, is she home? Or is she in jail? Yes. Okay. She was home. So, actually, in the first trial, they were able to get DNA. Okay. When they arrested her, they swabbed her vehicle. Because, remember, the boys said that they met her at a park and had sex with her. In the vehicle. In the back of her vehicle. Not on the swings. Right. In her vehicle. Okay. And she, I remember her commenting to me that she was really worried about DNA from the back of her car. I was also very concerned about it, especially having heard what she said took place back there. Sure. So with the DNA, they go run it through, and at trial, the state's DNA expert testifies that some of the DNA samples in the back of the vehicle, at least one of them, belonged to one of the boys, and it was from semen. Oh, boy. Yeah. So her attorney, defense, argued that she and her husband had been camping one time in the SUV. They had sex in the back of the SUV. And that was his semen. And the reason that the boy's DNA was in semen is because he had been in the back of the car because they had asked for a ride. And she was so nice, she gave them a ride. And they were sweaty from being at football. And because they were sweaty... And it matched, and it blended in with her husband's semen. That's why it it appeared that their semen was there, but it wasn't oh, really their oh, semen. It oh. had to be someone else's semen. Can that? Can that? That doesn't even seem realistic. Like it, it doesn't seem realistic to me either. Uh-huh. And I was actually a little surprised by the testimony of the state's expert because the state's expert. I mean, when you do DNA, if you're if you've got a good DNA sample. Your DNA is going to be like 99.99% accurate. Uh And they didn't respond with that. I kind of wonder if the defense attorney didn't twist them inside out a little bit to where they didn't rely on the science because their response was, well, it's possible that their sweat could have mixed in with her husband's semen, but it's not likely. And I thought, what? That what? seems like the weakest answer. We have science. Why don't you just tell us an exact yes, number? No. Because with it, DNA, yeah. with DNA, we know 
exactly how many number probabilities this what is the probability of that happening right and that's not what the state's expert said but wow okay in spite of that okay so in the second trial she testified herself and she on the stand was very tearful and crying and saying they set me up on this this was all because i had turned them in because of the comments they made about in spanish about my breasts and they were angry because that got them more detention and so she was holding to that story and she was also holding to the story that the dna matched because it was only because they she'd given been so kind to give them a ride from football practice so they were sweaty and it was her husband's semen and wow yeah yeah wow was right so she was convicted a second time in the second trial but how many five five still five counts yes she had rape of a child sodomy on a child sexual assault like very very serious stuff and at her sentencing well and the mother of one of the boys was there at least one of them the mothers was there at the trial and at sentencing uh-huh. and at sentencing she was crying and saying begging that because the defense was arguing saying that she should only get one year in jail and one year probation or maybe two years probation but she doesn't this woman is such a nice person she should she has a young mother she shouldn't have to go to prison this is not the right environment for her wow and so the mother of the victim the victim's family has an opportunity the victim and or their family you get to to make a statement at sentencing was hey one year is not enough for this woman we've been going through this for four years Mm -hmm. now and she's denied this all along this is the second conviction please please do not just give her one year this woman needs a chance to think to learn what Uh she's done and so when the judge sentenced her was she surprised that she was convicted? Did she really think she was going to get off? Like, I think she was surprised. Okay. I really do. And did all that information that you shared at first come out in trial from the boys and all of that and the sex in the back of the car? So now her husband knows, no matter what, the details that these boys are saying, correct? Well, up until sentencing, she was still denying it and saying that this was their retaliation. But, but I mean, the information was still shared. She's still denying, but... It was shared, shared. yes, yes, yes. They they testified that she performed oral sex on them at detention, but see, she was denying it. And they testified that she performed oral sex and had intercourse with them in the back of her car. I don't know what her husband thought. And and my heart breaks for her, her husband kids. and her yeah. sons. Mm-hmm. Like, that's... Ugh. So, she was really defiant right up until she was being sentenced at the second okay. trial. And at the second trial, she finally broke down and she was crying. And this is... She also gets to make a statement before the sentence comes down. So, she breaks down. She's just weeping. And she, for the first time, is taking responsibility for her actions and said she was sorry for the damage that she okay. caused. And, she, and she, she said, so many people have been impacted by my actions, and I'm sorry it's taking me so long to answer to what I've done. As a mother myself, I empathize with the pain I've caused their families. 
but after four years of court proceedings, during which she lied under oath to the jurors about the nature of her relationship with those boys over and over, and she fought the conviction all the way to the Supreme Court, the judge ruled that her saying that she was sorry wasn't enough. The judge was literally quoted as saying, there is no way around it. After years of denying that she did any of this, she, she must now face up to her responsibility. And the judge sentenced her to five years to life at the Utah State oh, Prison. Oh, wow. Five years to life? Yeah. Five years to life. And that now remember, that was in October 2013. I looked it up. What's right. follow up uh-huh. to see what's happened with her since? She is still in prison. There was a parole hearing. So that's, that's eight at, years. At, wow. Yeah. At, but she is eligible for parole and will likely get paroled in April of 2022. So eight and a half years, nine years later, she'll get out. That's a hefty sentence. I'm not saying she doesn't deserve it. I, I, I'm, I'm shocked. I think like you, she, she deserved to serve time. Absolutely. She should not have been doing that. Yeah. But I am kind of shocked yeah. at the length of years because we have some pedophiles who are in and out of prison like a rotating door. And they and they cause I'm not saying I'm not saying that these two boys were not traumatized or whatever. Um right. but age has a lot to do with that. And and some of these pedophiles are are our victims are babies and two and three and five and seven. They have no idea what life is about. They don't get that many years. So, wow. Right. I'm, I'm, yeah. I am shocked. Like, hmm. Oh, and they did, what the boys say is that before they met her at the park, they were talking with her on uh-huh. cell phones. They were on a friend's cell phone and she was on her cell phone. And then, and I'm sure their talk was sexual because she's, they claimed that she sent them pictures of her breasts to the friend's cell phone. And then, after she sent those pictures, then she they met her at gotcha. the park. Uh, so, as the judge was handing down the sentence, uh, she said, look, these they were middle school children, and she was the right. adult. She was the, the adult right. in the room, but she didn't act like an adult in the room. There's no justification for what she did. And because it took her so long to, be to honest. Ad- mm-hmm. admit, yep, to be honest about it, I think that made the judge extra mm-hmm. mad. So even though there were actually six, six counts that she was guilty of, she was convicted of three counts of forcible sodomy, three counts of forcible sex abuse, and one count of rape. Wow. So when she she showed up for parole a few years ago, she appeared before the parole yeah. board and one of the victims mothers showed up at that and that they always have they always have the right to be sure. there and she was angry and upset and I think that really does have an impact on what the parole board mm-hmm. does and she said, you know, I I need help. I don't, I, to this day, I don't know why I did this. I'm hoping that counseling will be helpful in discovering why I did it because I had a nice family and I 
there was no reason for me to do this. Wow. She actually said, honestly, I can't look back and say, oh, this is where the flip came from. But she said, I'm hoping that being in treatment will help me to learn and understand from it. Honestly, I don't know, because this wasn't typical of me. It was definitely an anomaly. And she, at the prison, she's on bi- medication for bipolar disorder and depression. And uh, she claimed that she was diagnosed with that in 2008, but she didn't take the medication because she didn't want to believe it. I have no right, idea. Right. But... She had no charge ever prior to that. Then once she was facing the sex allegations, but before the trial, because remember there were four years, she was, she had been charged and convicted of possession of marijuana and twice for DUIs. So once this happened and she sees her life spiraling, she really spiraled. Yep. She really spiraled, and that's. She said this. That actually hasn't been a problem in my life because that, at they were asking, do you need to be in substance abuse treatment in addition to sex yeah. abuse treatment? And she and her response was that actually hasn't been a problem in my life until I knew I was going to prison because the lying and no knowing what I'd done, having everything on my conscience and not getting in treatment, not doing anything to help or change the behavior was very hard. I did start trying to help myself by drinking and staying high. And I actually could see that. Yeah. I actually think that. Yeah. That, that, And while she was in prison, she'd been written up at least five times for violating prison rules. And apparently she was getting <laughs> bullied by some, some of the inmates. And her response to, about that was, it gets to a point after being bullied for so long that I've had enough. I'd had enough of her. I was angry for a long time and I, I was very reactive. And I, you know, I... Did she beat someone up? I feel or bad. Did she in prison? Oh. Yeah, she, she, oh. Punched, a, she okay. punched a woman okay. in prison. Wow. She she served some pretty hefty time for this, I think. Yes. Okay. Now, I'm not saying she doesn't deserve it, mm-hmm. but... Nine years is going to be, that that's quite it's a It's a lot. lifetime to her children. Oh, and it's a lifetime. It's it's the peak years right. of her life. Okay. I mean, this, this battle started at 31. And I'm not, I mean, like in your 40s, life's mm-hmm. not over. But she was, she'd be, she'll be in her mid-40s by the time she's yeah. done. And then you're a convicted felon and you're, she'll be on the sex offender list ever. for, ever. Okay, so... Anyway, she did serve a lot of time, and they don't like my my dad's brother used to say to him all the time, "Hey, cry the first time Ma hits you, or she'll keep hitting oh. you." <laughs> <laughs> Which I I don't condone abuse at all. I, like, and I do think uh-huh. I do. But if she had just been more honest the mm-hmm. first time, I think she would have faced a little different charges right. on this. The fact that she drug everyone through this system for so long really pissed the right. judge off. Right. I don't think it served right. her well I agree. at all. Yeah. Well, even when you're... And it, because she had testified multiple times, like, what the heck? Like, mm-hmm. you're t- taking the oath and promising to swear to tell the whole truth and nothing but the truth while you sit uh-huh. up there and, and lie. And you perjure yourself, yeah. That, yeah. yeah. So... That didn't. That doesn't work well for people. I try to tell them all the time: Do not lie right. to us. Let us help you. And she did not heed that advice from the very beginning, and it went on to hurt her yeah. very badly by yeah. the end. So, yeah. 
That is my story of Hot for wow. Teacher. Thank you for listening to Pamela. <laughs>